You're terrible on Sinister Radio. Today, an Aussie comedy icon stops in for a chat. I can't believe I'm here! Gabby Milgate, star of Full Frontal and Muriel's Wedding, talks to us about her comedy career, what it takes to make iconic characters behind the scenes of 90s Aussie TV and how her work in the entertainment industry prepared her for what she's doing now. This is the show! <laughs> Isn't this the show? Don't you dare miss Gabby Milgate on Uncensored Radio. Help me, OB1. You're my only hope. G'day, g'day, Australian Uncensored Radio fans. Welcome to a very special episode. As you can see, today I have two Aussies here with me. I've got Luke and the lovely, lovely Brooke. But we have a super, super special guest joining us today. We have an Aussie comedy icon. I cannot stress enough. Icon. Ladies and gentlemen... Gabby Milgate is in the house. Oh, wait, should I say Gabby Milgate is in the house? Oh! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? He's <laughs> back. <laughs> the sensible lady part. Oh, sensible lady. We love a sensible lady. How are you today or this evening? I'm really well. I was going to come into camera like this and go, you're terrible, Luke. But You just made me Christmas, babe. You should get on, you should get on, um, what's it called? What's that called? Cameo. Cameo. You should get on Cameo. That is such a good idea, which is why I did it a year and a bit ago. Oh, then, oh, there you go. I don't know these things. I'm late to the party, the Steve. I found Luke called Google. Have you seen that? It's amazing. Oh. You ask it a question. Modern, modern technology today, there's kids and they're one new fangled wireless machine. That's crazy. That's right, Steve. Oh, it's very What are you doing with your finger on your chin like you you're a, you're a current affair reporter listening to an old lady. There you <laughs> are, Mark. I'm hiding my chins. <laughs> oh, is that what everyone does? Everyone, yeah, everyone's doing these ones now. All the kids do it. All the kids do it. Can we just do a still real quick of that one? The, oh. Beautiful. <laughs> we are cute. We are gorgeous. I think I look like... I mean, this is hello. <laughs> I know it's like the before and after of you know what yep. life does to us all. <laughs> so we are super excited for Gabby to be joining us today. Gabby, um, you have three very excited people actually because we are of a we are of an age. We are the elder millennials, so we grew up with you on our TV screens. And I know when being on TV fully- was a thing. <laughs> when, when Australian TV used to produce like Australian TV and not just oh reality God. shows, <gasps> the shock, the horror of it all. Stop it, Gabby was on a reality show. Leave her alone. Gonna, oh, we are going to talk about that. We are going to talk about that. I have some questions. But can you tell our audience how how did you get started? What were you like? One of these kids that were 
look at me, look at me, or were you a shy little munchkin? What kind of what kind of kid was Gabby? I can't cope, Gabby. <laughs> I was a lonely child. Oh, no. but, um, my dad, my dad always liked playing pranks. And so from an early age, he made me weird. And so, because he just found everything funny and was always cracking jokes and, and yeah, I suppose I was just weird and I was okay with that. I found ways to be okay with it. Like when you go through that awkward phase when you're 14. But luckily I had a best friend since fourth grade who's also weird with me. Oh, yay. <laughs> She's my friend. Twinning, twinning. That's oh. good. But did, were you, sorry, were you, were you involved in, in drama and all that kind of stuff at school or were you the kind of kid that just kind of sat there and hoped no one would pay attention to you? <laughs> like, oh. um, uh, in, uh, for a sixth grade play, they were doing Jonah Man Jazz and I went into the audition and said, I'm, I'm here for the role of Jonah. And they said, oh, we, we want to try for the role of God. And I went, all right, I'll read God, but I want to be Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> very, very specific, very specific <laughs> ideas of the typecasting. I will only be the creator of everything. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. That's not what I want. I want to be Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Stop. Stop! Citizens of Nineveh, mend your wicked ways. <laughs> I love it. The, the dramatic line readings you can get away with when you're a child too. You're like, I can take this this production wherever I want to go. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> <Now>. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I actually like it, Brooke. I like, I like to go. Oh, I don't like. Oh, yeah, I like that. I like that. It's like, Look, how, it's it's like about... how Tracy Grimshaw sits with her table up around her neck. So she's like, <laughs> I'm Tracy Grimshaw, slowly disappearing behind the desk. <laughs> so we can't ex- we can't see Tracy. Leave Tracy alive, mate. It's all about the illusion, Gabby. The illusion that uh... I have one chin. <laughs> I must give the public what so they Chins are coming back in like asses have had their day, I think. I, I had to like that. It's a thing. Yeah. I love shoulder big fat chin. is back. <laughs> my toe arms rule this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there a song about that though? Own it like Lizzo. Really? Back, is there back, back. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Why is that not my theme song? You should record it. Did you have have professional training before you got into Yeah, Talk Uh, to us a little bit about that. um, Theatre sports. Of course. Yeah, I went to Sydney Uni and instead of doing lectures, (laughs) I did plays and theatre sports and um, played professionally with the Sydney um, outfit, and that's where Julia Zamiro and Adam Spencer came out of. Yes. Um, yeah, some real legends came so from that group. You've of been yes-ending yourself to death like no one's business. That's right. 
Yes, and, and <laughs> I'm getting in a rocket ship to Mars. Space jump. <laughs> I love it. All Eddie Murphy, what are you doing here? <laughs> so touch me there. <laughs> touch me here. Don't touch me. No. Don't touch me. Totally unprepared. <laughs> oh, it's like trampolining with you guys. Comedy trampolines, you are. Oh, yeah, this is, <gasps> we get a bit excited Look, sometimes. I prefer <laughs> to be a comedy tramp, but that's okay. It's fine. A, co a comedy tramp. <laughs> yeah, I love that song. Uh, yeah, ladies are tramp. Yes, sorry, same question. It's all right. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. No, it's all no. right. It's under it's, control. It's, was comedy always the dream? Was or were you? Were I just you loved ones, comedy. A serious actress. Oh no, no! I was just like shocked as everybody that I got that role in Muriel's wedding. It was kind of a. <laughs> I had just the right amount of low self-esteem and no confidence. The role needed. <laughs> <laughs> did you have comedy icons growing up? Like, oh, did you have yes. people that you're like, who they're the shining stars? And, and people I got to work with, like Kim Gingell from the Comedy Company. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like standing there with him about to go and do a sketch was like, phew. then I did, oh, I worked with Mag Magda Skabansky. Um, <laughs> oh, Mag. Oh, yeah. Do you know of her? <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> A little bit. Um, so, yeah. I, I Real was... quick on old Mag, though, because she was obviously, you know, the wife and babe. Uh, you're credited yeah. in babe as. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're in. Yeah, no, I've got. Oh, I How guess. did that happen, Bubs? How did that all that come about? Oh, well, you yeah. know, when you get in a movie like Muriel's Wedding, you get an agent. <laughs> when you get an agent, you get opportunities to meet celebrities and go to the Logies. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Australia's Night of Who's Doing What in the Toilets. Oh, oh I did that once. I walked into the oh. toilets. I went, stop doing cocaine. Flush, 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 flush. And the cast was George was Michael Radaway. in there, Bob. Was George Michael in there? <laughs> no, George. <laughs> no, he's working down the street at, the, at a park. Down the street. <laughs> Trans too classy. Oh, my God, yeah. Gabby. Were you in the full, you were in the full frontal skit where you're like, oh, George Michael, he's such a ladies' man. And then it's just like back in the 80s. Am I in the future? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, you yep. bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, and also like lots of ABC stuff, like, um, Oh, just oh, God. what is it? Doug Anthony All Stars. Ah, uh, yes, Australian. Yeah. Let's speak of legends of comedy. That like, hello. That yeah. documentary was great. Actually, I watched that. I was on late night a couple of weeks ago. I was like glued. Yeah, get the All Stars yeah. by live. Yeah, and I got to do like game shows and panel shows and Good News Week, and I was just inside my television. That's what it felt like because everybody else who was there had like kind of struggled and strived and you know schmoozed to get where they were, but I felt like I'd just been helicoptered into television land, and I was just going around poking them, going, oh, "You're real." <laughs> I wonder if Noni Hazelhurst will cry if I punch her. <laughs> well, 
Actually, <laughs> oh, wait, so wait. I, I did goose um, Nicola Charles, who wore a million dollar dress to the Logies on stage because she presented our awards. And so I just goosed her, and she goes, Oop. <laughs> Then meanwhile, Carl Kennedy. Well, meanwhile, back at um, Erinsborough, um, yeah. Toadie's taking me on a tour of backstage, and she goes, You oh. ruined my whole night. You ruined my whole oh. night. Get out, get out. So I'm a really bad person. I'm so sorry, everyone. Wait, was she, was she, she was legitimately upset. Yeah, I said, I said, What did it leave a little poo mark? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh Sorry, I've got a, got a little bit of poo on your million, eight million dollar diamond dress, but it wasn't my fault. <laughs> oh, that's a bit upsetting. Like, have a sense of humour. You're a, you're a neighbour's actor. Come on. She'll <laughs> be all right. The show's ending now. She'll be okay. Oh, she's standing there going, I made it. I made I'm here. I'm the neighbours and I'm here. And, oh! <laughs> strange comedian ladies just patch the rectum nice it's just I, I couldn't have done it <laughs> Wait, off I'm stage because she had a bodyguard because <laughs> oh. <laughs> she was in an 8 million dollar diamond dress so oh you of know course. what I should have done oh my god I should have just grabbed some diamonds Oh, you would have got taste on stage, bubs. That would have been iconic. The perfect heist in front of Australia. I know. It wasn't me. Leave over Chappelle. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. No, you're mistaking me from someone else. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me, it was the other one. It was Kitty yeah. Flanagan, I saw her. <laughs> yes, yes, and I, yes, I am Kitty Flanagan. The one you want over there. <laughs> Look at how dry and sarcastic I am. Oh, <laughs> we love Kitty. I saw one of the funniest nights of my life was watching Kitty Flanagan in a packed RSL sitting right at the back, and she was insane. Like, oh, you're, yeah, we'll talk more about the cast of your show in a bit, but we have to talk about Mur- Muriel's wedding because, hello. Who, oh, it's who, 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 else here is, who else here has been in an internationally famous movie? Not me. Not me. <laughs> well, you I'm know, sure I've been in a video that's been watched by a lot of people like, internationally. Like, really? <laughs> I don't really think they know my name, color? though. Are you a cat? <laughs> Luke, are you a cat? Do you identify as cat? No, I think it's on. I think it's on Pornhub, actually. Yeah, are you are you a cute little kitty? Yeah. Do you identify as a cute little kitty? Yeah, you just woke up. Puss cats go <laughs> meow meow, <laughs> and then a butterfly in a bubble. <laughs> I would watch that. This is this is theatre sports live. Where yes, I was going to say I'm being coached here. I'm it. going on OnlyFans tonight. Yeah. I feel like I'm like just like Gabby. Back at school. Pornhub's going to be epic. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about Jody. God love Jody. Yes, so, that's who I do on Cameo. That's the Cameo. She's yeah, so Actually, tell our boss right now, Jeff's really cranky and sad and depressed. Can you do yeah. a, your terrible Jeff just for him? Yeah, 70 bucks into my account. <laughs> 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 
Right, eh? I just got me tax later. return. It's coming, Joni. Yeah, I get paid less than a bus driver most weeks. Oh, no, right? <laughs> but, Joni, so how did we, how did we fall Joni. into the part of Joni? <laughs> well, if you refer to my previous comments, I did say I had the right amount of low self-esteem. Yeah, and but that, that was very um, self-deprecatingly obtuse of you. No, it was accurate, Luke. <laughs> no, that's Dave. It's Dave, Bob. One of the Australians. Oh, sorry, Steve. Obviously. What, that's right. I'm walking. looking at myself. Put it on. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. But walking into Muriel's wedding. Excuse me, I've got to blow You guys nose. had. <laughs> <laughs> She's been hanging out with the neighbours cast too long. Leave Kylie alone, guys. Come on. Um, <laughs> Kylie's made a comeback. Don't even talk to her. She can't be <laughs> No, I think it's the other Wait. way around, Luke. Luke, I think it's the other way around. All I was going to say, mate, was coming on. <laughs> Wait, I'm losing my shit. Coming into Muriel's wedding, though, did you guys have any idea that this movie was ever going to be what it was? Um, the casting director did. She went, this is going to be big. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever, bitch. Sure. Okay. <laughs> You've got to look at I can't what, believe what, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, the Australian film industry at the Hope time. Hope I don't do it wrong. <laughs> anything huge. Like it, what this, this movie really opened doors for us and gave – like gave Australia a voice in the cinematic landscape and you're like, well, yeah, I'm iconic. Mm. What of it? Yeah. I mean, how, exactly. how do you, mm. how do you factor mm. in like, go on. You worked with Tony Collette. Yeah. Bill Hunter, yeah, absolutely. Jeannie Dryden. Like they were Fabulous. your parents. Fabulous absolutely. people. Yes, absolutely. I did. Yes. <laughs> but what was, how was Lou? that family? I'm trying to keep it together. Googling me, Lou. Loose, tell me the truth now. I'm covering up my chin so I don't scare you. Well, Gabby, you're actually talking to Steve right now, bub. All right. So I'm worried for you. I'm talking to you, Luke. She's talking to you, bub. Oh, you thought I prepped this. No, no, Steve does all the hard work. (laughs) I do the hard work. He's doing this. I'm not the mentor. We're the ringing. Gabby's doing her shit. Great. I'm the lead Kardashian. These two are the sturgeons that, that cling to me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Poor thing. Stevel. Right. Very hard. No, Stevel Knievel. But everyone was. It, it looked, <laughs> look at him. He's I'm, trying to I'm, keep I'm the show rolling. rolling. Look at him. I'm rolling. <laughs> this is the show. Isn't this the show? Yeah, I'm rolling with it. I can roll oh, sorry, with that. Go, go, go. But these mm. people. I, I, need I think that the reason it translates so much is that. You know this family, like you've seen this family on the block before, right? Was that fun to play, like play with them and go, I'm just going to be Joni, living my life. Was I'm playing go with way. them part of your contract? I... Excuse me, what? <laughs> <laughs> She's Brooke, asked, again. Brooke asked me a question. Go, Brooke. Yeah. Go, go, go Brooke. Get it well, in there. Go. Come here, Chin. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready Keep now. Keep it together. Okay, so, Gabby, was yes, playing listen. with them part of your contract? Was Steve playing with? It was like to play with them. Play with who? Was that the like cast. an added I was bonus? just, I was meant informing those relationships. Was that, was that, 
oh no, like Bill Hunter's method of acting is you want me to stand where and say what? Oh, I and love it. That's what he was going to call his autobiography. He told me. He also oh, told no. me what is the difference between a meat pie and, a, and an Australian movie? A meat pie doesn't have Bill Hunter in it. <laughs> what a legend. Oh, that what should have been, been the autobiography title. It is, well, he it's was writing now. one. I don't know what, Too long. what's become of it. <laughs> I don't know what's They're working on the it. title. Pie. <laughs> meat pie. Meat, just call it meat pie. No, don't call it that. <laughs> don't call it that. That's going to be what my OnlyFans account, meat pie. Dropped meat pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he resembles a dropped meat pie. It's not nice. <laughs> it's not nice. Drop me. Now, yeah, there we go. Mm, got, nice got, one through the, got one through the keeper. <laughs> the line. The line that is, you know, thrown mm. at you, I'm sure, everywhere you go. Yeah, so it's just that I'm really good at everything I do. Of and course. so when I said the line, I was just really good at it and everybody mm. loved it and wanted me to say it for the next 25 years because <laughs> it was that good. It was that it was good. Like, but... It was like I was pouring gold into their ears. It was like I was filling a hole even they didn't know it was empty. Oh, the zeitgeist <laughs> flew from you. No, the, well, it emerged from me. Oh. I was cracked open like a chrysalis. Oh. <laughs> and a butterfly emerged. A butterfly, a comedy <laughs> gold emerged. Or, or yes. like a weird cicada, but that's okay. Oh, yes, definitely a cicada that everyone wished would go away. The silence of the lambs of comedy tears, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Puts the lotion on its very dry hand. Oh, I so thought you, you were going to go for the other line then. I was like, oh, shit, Gabby, no. You know what he's in the mirror? <laughs> she, needs to, she needs to get that Nivea advert. It's yes. It's very dry. Yes, I'm in negotiations. <laughs> His dress is a death's head moth. It puts the lotion on its dry hair. Hang on. Good night, now. I am Trudy. She's reenacting the country but practice finale. Luke, Luke, Luke's gone. Let's interview the tinsel. So, tinsel, what do you feel like being behind the man behind the success of this? <laughs> what do podcast? you feel like about being the two dollar shop <laughs> direct, direct uh, decoration behind the man behind the couch behind the lamp? Did you did you think when you were in that plastic wrapping that oh he's back? Okay, shh. I'd like to ignore him, David, but isn't he just you? Yeah, very. I know very you're there, old. Gabby. What? <laughs> <laughs> She's tending to her fire. Oh, yes, he's stoking the fire. Yeah. She's reenacting the country practice finale. I said that. Burning oh. down the whole town. I'm just like, oh, I've got to end this show somehow. Let's burn everyone down. I should do that with more shows. What? Neighbours. Neighbours. Burn the whole oh, street RIP. RIP, neighbours. I always thought Home and Away would have had its like dying breaths far long before Neighbours kicked it. But there you go. But why would but you live in one of those? Why would you live in one of those towns? There's earthquakes. There's tidal waves. There's flash floods. There's serial killers. There's rapists. Just move mm. to the next like postcode. 
Oh, no, no, they they don't want you there. And they're mean. (laughs) (laughs) The insurance, they don't watch on the North Shore, get away. They don't want want to know you anymore. (laughs) They don't. They don't. Well, sketch comedy gold is what we, you know. I love that you know you for delivering. And you joined the cast, of course, a full frontal. What was that audition process? What did they go? We love you. (laughs) We want you. Uh, I think Doug McLeod, the producer and the person I ended up writing with a lot, um, I think he'd seen Muriel's and was a fan. And I think they were just looking for the next funny fat girl. And I was that. And there you go. And I'm in Melbourne and I'm, I'm walking around the set of Blue Healers and giving suggestions to the director and him going. Mm. <laughs> Another um, town where bad things happen to everyone. Why would you live in Mount Thomas? A very low population too. <laughs> Rude. Um, so, yeah, it was fun, hair and makeup. Look, I just love working in a team and being part of something fun and, um, you know, my, my, my playful side definitely was let loose and I had financial freedom and, yeah, and just kind of got a chance to find myself. Because did you guys all sort of, because it always felt like with Fast Forward and Full Frontal that the players created the sketches themselves. It wasn't really written for you. You were creating them yourselves. Was that how it rolled out? No, there were writers and we were assigned parts and those who, you know, wanted to, like Darren Gilshan and I um, did Cathy Scanlon, which is one of my favourites. I love Kathy Scanlon so much. Hi, I'm Kathy Scanlon. Because she's got unjustified confidence. She's kind of like the opposite I can of relate. me, really. I um, can relate. I'm like, I'm like yeah. it's like I'm looking in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Did you um stepping into that stepping into that cast? Did you feel like you were in the shadow of Fast Forward, though, or did we like, nah. screw this, you're done, nah. we're, we're here? <laughs> I, I mean, you guys, had, you, you guys had a great amalgamation of, like, it was like the comedy company of Fast Forward had this baby that was even more offensive, and, it, like, it was great. I, lo- I lived, because I grew up on those shows that I wasn't yeah. supposed to watch. Mum was like, you're not watching those, and Dad's like, Come and watch. Wow. And then wow. it hit the 90s. It was like, yes, it's my time. Gab, <laughs> I want to know what kind of prep work you did to play the telly stubby. Um, I just endured being in the costume. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a professional. <laughs> As someone who's That's been inside it. one of those costumes, that makes you want to drink copiously. Many <laughs> mm. mm. um, times. Yeah, but Steve, it's interesting to hear you say that because I didn't know all that, what you just told me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that 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 had, you know, never had that feedback. <laughs> Sweetiness. No, truly, truly, I, don't, I hadn't. So thank you. There you go. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I, just... right. I need to talk about my favorite character okay. before yeah. anyone else keeps going. Yeah, shut up, Weevil. Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, where I'm was sorry. where did Weevil no, come from? Oh, that's from? a good story. I love that story. <laughs> um, so in in between shows when I wasn't working, I was living in a share house in Darlinghurst, Sydney. Australia, and there was a kid down the road who would knock on the door and go, is Jason here? And we'd go, no, no, Jason's not here. And he'd go, ah, can I play PlayStation? (laughs) No. Why? Um, Because last time you were here, you hit Jason in the head with a brick. (laughs) <laughs> All right. So it's a bit like that. Um, and then just he turned into Weevil and um, Julia Zamiro did it with me um, as Dexy. And, yeah, he was so fun. And then to take him into the Big Brother house was like. I was going to um, say, when you were Weevil, because you were always a character when you had to do nom noms. Let's not jump ahead to Big Brother yet. I still need to know oh, more sorry, about Sorry, Stephen. Because, because you, na- you nailed teenage boys so Yay! well. Like, you nail teenage boys. Anyone who knows that, anyone that's seen a teenage boy, you're like, that is what it is. I, I watched um, the one where you take ecstasy. Yeah. This afternoon. I can feel it. It's like, oh, no. He's cute. Holy, holy, like, holy, 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 holy. I was like, what is that? It's just oh my God. so... So good, so accurate. It's like they're just dirty, like teenage boys. They're just gross. And I was like, every time I see Weevil, I'm like, that's amazing. You nailed that on the head. Yeah. Well, doing a character, you follow certain um, like com- computer programs. It's the best way to describe it. So it's a choice matrix, and then you you go, well, what's their What's surprising them? What's what are their drives? What would happen if? And then, um, yeah, and then sometimes sketches arrive like a fax. That's something that we communicated with in the eighties. But <laughs> a fax used to come through with writing on it, going, would come out and you'd take it and you'd read it. And sometimes that's how um, sketches would happen, or would. You know, I'd just discuss ideas with Darren and we'd write it together. So it was fun to do and we made time between doing other sketches to write and then other people would write with us or for us or we'd partner up with another writer. Um, Yeah, it was just like you'd have an idea one week and then someone's made the set for it the next and you're walking on and everybody's doing jobs for your idea. It's Oh, and you guys amazing. had a lot of big character, big popular characters in that show between like yourself, Julia, Eric, like there were these characters that even today, like people our age will still quote and, I, and you're like, full frontal, hello. Yeah. It's like, what is that? Like, it's like when a dog sees a dog. 
You know about yeah. water? <laughs> Whoop! I don't. You know that smells just about- awesome. Great. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But was did you was there a sense of competition or like a sense of <laughs> for some of the cast to find that character no, that broke no. through? Oh no, it didn't feel like that. But there was definitely ambition in play, especially when when I was a newbie. Like yep. when first year I was on, we went to the Logies. I'm closing my eyes because I'm imagining it. Um, <laughs> Magic. We us went back. to the <laughs> And um, we're all sitting at the table and it was like, Glenn's giving the speech, Glenn's giving the speech, everybody, Glenn's giving the speech. And one of the cast members turned to me and went, Glenn's giving the speech, all right? And I'm like, okay, Glenn's giving the speech. We're like, wait, is Glenn giving speech? (laughs) Glenn's going to do the speech. And then we won and we're walking up and this cast member is saying to me, I've got to get in front of you. I've got to get in front of you while she was in front of me. And I'm like, you you are in front of me. You are in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right, Sal. Calm down. Is she okay nowadays though, Gabs? Oh, thriving. Oh, we can't tell you who it is. I have a sneaking sneaking suspicion. (laughs) I know. That'll be an after the show. That'll be Uh, that'll be after the show conversation. (laughs) But with with full frontal and you know totally full frontal, totally. Um, Do you think a show like that could exist now? Oh, it does, but it's dispersed onto um, TikToks and and YouTube's (laughs) and your your fling flings and your bling blongs. Network yeah. television um, wouldn't touch it because they're scared of investments, right? But yeah, like, you know, conversation we have they on just the can't get the audience that, that yeah, we have justifies seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars in nineteen nineties money it's, per episode, yeah. and that was when it was slashed. Like they had over a million dollar budgets in the in the heydays, and but back when Gina was doing sure. And yeah, yeah, and and they got the audiences for that, but because our media use has changed, they can't get the audience unless it's like a big event television now. So the only place you see is on the ABC, like that. Just Sean McAuliffe, what a legend, and everyone who writes for them, and also um, the other one with Pickering, it's fantastic. Like it's just. There's hope for Just there is hope for the awesome. future. Like I, I look at like the catering show and stuff like that with the two cats yeah. that they're fantastic. They give me big like full frontal vibes. Those Their girls, morning show, uh, the morning me. show, like stuff like that. That's super. You can tell that they're off the cuff. They've they've gone big, big, big. Let's create these characters, yeah. and they play. And that's that's what's missing. I think like that yeah, sense but- of play and adventure. Well, it's not being handed to you anymore in exchange for you being a captive audience. Like, it's it's people who can't not do it, showing what they can do and sharing that and doing the same thing. So, you know, no, it's not like it was in the old days, but now everybody can have a crack, which yeah. is, like, amazing. It's so... I do miss I do miss takes it the pressure off me, though. you know? Yeah. You I can miss relax the a bit now, I'm just going, oh, look, I know that on a Thursday night I can sit down and watch these people make me laugh. Yeah. yeah. I miss that. Right. We take a perfectly ordinary shampoo 
add vitamins, iron, and the goodness of bran. All right. We've got to talk about it. Celebrity Big Brother. <gasps> what the actual was this Fuck. show? Like, oh my what God. was this show? I'm looking back at the cast. Let, let's just go through the cast very quickly. Wait, wait, wait. Can Gabby reveal her sources first? Let's no, Let's go through. Let's yeah. go through it first. Yes, Gabby. Came I will in reveal my five. sources. <laughs> uh, tomato and barbecue, darling. <laughs> Dylan Lewis, Jay Lagaya, Kyle Sandland, Sarah Marie, Kimberly Cooper, Adriana Exenides, Warwick Cavett, Imogen Bailey, Anthony Mundine, Vanessa Wagner, and Red. Or oh, you didn't get to see Red because he pissed off before you came. Yes, that's right. I gonged him off. He gonged off. Oh. And replaced. You got paid extra. <laughs> you got paid extra for that. Ooh, yes, I get paid back. as an extra. <laughs> so what is the process of going to celebrity big brother life because that was oh my god that mm. was it back in the day you were like there big brother hello yeah like again inside my television inside the big brother house so you watch it on the outside and you're watching kyle and you're going i do not like that man i'm not going to get on with him and you get in and you go you are charming and delightful. I really like you. <laughs> so it was like night and day. It was incredible. And <clears throat> Imogen Bailey and Weevil had a love story. Um, so I wanted to have all your classic big brother moments, like a cry in the toilet, talking to camera, alone. Um <laughs> A slight and, mental break, you know. <laughs> yeah. But this was break, back before yeah. they were nice to people on the show. Like, this was actually, like, people could still watch you live, right? Like, just log yeah. into the camera really? and stuff. And yeah. I think they had back then. Because they didn't see you on the toilet, remember? No. They, they, they were like, no, yeah. they, no, see they, you they the gave toilet. the celebrities. They could wipe in private. Oh, look, I was just teased before. Tears before bedtime, tired like a kid who was playing with all these other amazing kids in a, you know, a, an adult wonderland of, you know, excitement in each other. It was, you know, of course I'm going to cry because I can't get to sleep. I like my routine. <laughs> There's too much stimulation going on left, right and centre. You're like, oh. Mm. And you yeah. know you've only got a certain amount of time too. So you're like, I've got to make it count. I'd be horrible in there. I'd be like, what can I do now? Like, what what is there that I can do that I can say I've done in this house? Like, oh, oh, I'm going to lick this wall just because. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is me pouring water aggravating the situation? Yeah, Andrea. no one's done that yet. Oh, probably yeah. knows what they've done. It's so sanitized these days. Everyone, everyone knows what they've done because they watch big. Come on, Big Brother. <laughs> they, have you seen oh. Big Brother, Steve? This new I've one, seen yeah. It. Everyone knows. No, but the new one's very edited. Yeah. The, 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 the new one's so edited. Yeah. Yeah, but you it's very still watch TV. Now. You still watch TV, like. 
It's like Sometimes. meeting somebody who still has a cart and a horse. It's lovely. Yeah. I thought I was coming back. It's, it's, it's I great. I take them down to the, I take them to the apothecary <laughs> and we, you know, we get our leeches out. That's a good time. We have a good time. Whoa, yeah. Great. Whoa, man. <laughs> <laughs> so the car- as you like said, the nom-noms, the nom-noms were probably one of the best parts. Oh, the Did nominations. I thought you yeah. meant the food. I'm going. No. <laughs> Your nom noms. Oh, the nominations, the yeah. Your little nommies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm glad some people remember it. I do. Oh, I love tell me room. what. I don't. I, I mean, if you trigger my memory, something might come up. But, but you, did, you, you did nominate. You did nominate Gypsy from Home and Away, didn't you? Poor Kimberly. Probably. Shooter. Probably yeah, she's easy, but she was easy to nominate. She's a cranky redhead. Nominate. <laughs> she saw Warwick's. She saw Warwick's wand nomination. You're out. <laughs> well, we've well, all seen mag- Warwick's wand now. He released a video, didn't he? Well, it must have been a magic wand because it made Kimberly disappear. <laughs> and it made Warwick disappear too, didn't it? <laughs> well, Bye, see, Warwick. that's when I talk about. You know, tears before bedtime. It actually crescendoed one night when I knew there was going to be trouble. Like it was, we were laughing too much it. and having too much fun, and something's going to crack. And it's just, and then he comes out and goes, "Cop a load of this," and we're all like, oh, "I'll be telling people this story forever." <laughs> what? I, I think Luke's that, having a stroke. I think Luke, Luke's either so died or his camera's frozen. Look at him. <laughs> oh, yeah. He looks like he's wearing Bob Down's hair. Are you wearing Bob Down's hair, Luke? Oh, Hello, darling. Bob. Oh, Bob. <laughs> oh, this could be the start of something big. Oh, yeah, obviously, obviously Luke died. Oh. He's thrown the wine and stormed out. Oh, obviously, he's been watching Real Housewives. Oh no, no, we voted him out. You're out, out of this podcast, yeah. right? Out. Three mer- be gone who, with you. Who will be is the Kimberly last many podcast out of the place? Yeah, um, <laughs> nice reference. You and I uh, understand, and no one else. I'm with you. I'm with you. So you and there's a big to, population. You made it to the top five. It to the top yeah, five in that show. So you it was a beautiful yeah. thing. Oh, look. Oh, hey, you naive little viewers. It's all decided before. <laughs> we know that. But um, I'm like, oh, so, what? Are you sure? But I voted. <laughs> this yeah, is awkward. Thank you. <laughs> thank thank you. you for your money. Look over there. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ignore Dylan Tick- Lewis. <laughs> TikTok's coming. Quick. <laughs> and the irony, the irony that Dylan Lewis won a bloody another reality show, like what, last year? You're like, God. Oh, but he's for the, the rest of us, Dylan. <laughs> he's one of the best humans on the planet. He, he really, like really is. Like, to spend time with him was like, you know, when when the apostles spent time with Jesus, it was a bit like that. Good night to you, sir. I have to ask, if so, if they came back and said, hey, because this season of Big Brother has been past winners, if they did another celebrity Big Brother... And of not winners. People, of, yeah, mm. of, but of people that have been on before, would you go back in? Oh, in a second. In a second. In a 
back. And, oh, my God, that is the one thing I would do. Like, Who would you take from the old cast in, though, Gabs? Oh, God. Who would I take with me? Kyle. Anthony Mundine? <laughs> um, Imogen <laughs> Bailey. Oh, oh yes, so you can finish the love story. Yeah. Like oh. the notebook. That'd yeah, be nice. Can... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It would be so good to see them reunited. <laughs> oh, my God. And she's had a baby since, and he wants to be its father. Has it got a father? He wants to know. Hello, darling. <laughs> you can tell you, you work with kids now. Hello, darling. Go away. I do. <laughs> Oh, no. No, no, no. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, well, actually, so well, that's what we were going to talk to you about. Was let's that, talk that, to you about that. Look, you go. Oh, well, look. Yeah, because Gabby, you've obviously gone from acting, performing, you know, doing the hustle, and now you're doing, working with children. What's that like? How was that transition? Why? And what? I just want to know how it happened. All right. Why? What was the in- and are you fulfilled? What? I want to know if you're a happy woman. Are you, you fulfilled, Gabby? Fulfilled. Um, I love children. Do you do do you know um Thirty Rock? Are you fans of Thirty Rock? Um, so that happened because, like we spoke about before, the um the industry changed. The money went elsewhere. There's really not a big audience in Australia. There's just not. So the, the the trip overseas is what you need to do. You need to be smart to do that. No, I wasn't smart yet. Um, but I gave it a crack, you know. Like I did the Julia Gillard stuff. Which um, is hilarious, by the way. Can I, just, can I interact I intersect that. there mm. for a second? Mm. Mm. How did you get that voice so spot on? Like even the cadences, the pauses were are like dead set eerily. Like I closed my eyes, and I was like, oh, "Julia's in the room." <laughs> um. Well, <clears throat> I I just I don't know. I suppose it's the full frontal training, and you just embody that person. Like you'd put in that choice matrix, like I said. Um like a computer program um and then you do it and you practice it and you fail at it and you you know ruin some chances but make others and um and and also have fun with it like to go to parliament house dressed as julia gillard and walk around and meet the chinese visitors look excuse look I am down here in Beaconsfield visiting Brant Webb because he knows all about undermining. (laughs) 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 I'm sure some very confused tourists. (laughs) And I just loved it. And then what, what blew my mind was there's a hall of prime ministers or a room of prime minister portraits. And then, and they're all in sequence. And so it went John Howard and then was it Kevin Rudd after him? Yeah, I think and so. And then so it went, um, yeah, 
Yeah, Paul Keating. Yeah, we had Paul Keating and then we had, um, what's his name, and Thingy Me Bob. But then where the, the, the image of Julia would go, there was a door. <laughs> like there was a door. And oh, no. I imagined it like would spin around and just change prime ministers. And so I, I got my photo tape, well, got some video of it going, this prime minister, this prime minister, and me going, it's like the perfect match of prime ministers. Yeah, it was kind of like feng, bad feng shui for prime ministers, that spot. Poor Julia. The writing was literally on the door for her. That's upsetting. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Exit. Exit. Stage left. I also felt like I was on her side. Like I felt like I could say some things that maybe she would like to say but couldn't. Because it wasn't a it wasn't a cruel parody. It was a it was a parody like you know it was. You oh yeah, yeah. You, you just know, sometimes you know. can get a bit nasty. It's like uh, yeah, no, like it's a kind of a comedy trick of extending an idea, so moving Australia forward, and then where to closer to Antarctica? Why? <laughs> well, that's for many reasons, and then one is. To fool the people smugglers because they can't bring people here if we move. <laughs> and the other is, not okay. to, <clears throat> is to save us from global warming. And as you've noticed, the temperature has dropped. You're welcome. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, creepy. They, I love it. Just people taking credit for weather. You know, it wasn't at her. It was, it was, it was like, just, was, know, just good fun. I I described it as an unreal Australia with people like you, Steve, and you, Luke, and you, Chin Woman. Chin <laughs> 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 Woman. Oh, hello. That's me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Who hey. are unreal? I'm like, I'm like, unreal. my my eyes are up here. Stop looking at my. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> my eyes are up here. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Wow. Wow. Like I feel violated, Gabby. Thanks. You're welcome. So <laughs> the oldest, the oldest showbiz, so showbiz adage is never work <laughs> with children and animals. And yeah, you, you know why they say that. Both. But you know why they say that. Why? Because no, they don't want you to be happy. Yeah. Do you still have? Do you still work with ducks and chickens and children? I sure do. And oh, wow. we've been teach. We've been teaching Nunawal language. I love yeah. that you're showing this. We've been teaching Nunawal language. So the Nunawal word for fire is can be, and the Nunawal word for smoke is mural. So when the smoke got in my eyes, just for laughs and. You know, amused my co-workers. I'd go, "Oh yeah, terrible mural," and then the kids started <laughs> saying it. <laughs> oh. That's how you teach languages. You use it. It is. Yeah, in context, like you use it in context. Like when you think about everything you learn as a lecture, when you 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 know, just one person standing in front of an audience doing PowerPoint or whatever. It it really. Uh, Sorry, I lost my train of thought. 
it's you're putting, derailed. What, yeah, it's you're putting derailed. you're putting you're putting this knowledge in their hands and showing them yeah. how it works. Yeah. So you're being their everyday life. told about you're being told about the world out of context is what I'm saying yeah. in in traditional schooling, but the way to really embed ideas and is just let children do it out in nature. Um, lift rocks and anyway, I, I could talk for hours about that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I really it's really important that children, especially at this time um, of like shortages and supply chains and da da da, if they can take home a bean or an egg or something that they have grown, like how good is that going to make you feel and how confident are you going to be? And then you're going to be knowledgeable about how to save the planet and deal with the climate crisis they're inheriting. So, yeah, I'm really seriously advocating for children's access to nature and early learning settings. As you said, it it lets them, it puts them in a context because kids at that age don't understand or don't necessarily understand there's a bigger world around them and you have to explain mm. that doing this is because of this and da da da, da. Yeah. Having animals and putting them in context with, mm. you know, the supply of food or, you know, using Native Australian language and informing them that, yes, there were people here before us. Mm -hmm. The stuff that they don't necessarily learn until school is such a such a refreshing well, thing. I'm thinking back to my, that never happened at my, when I was at, like, preschool, it was like, but it's, don't it's hit each other with a block. <laughs> it's, a new, it's a new big survival tool and it's a new big thing. Get on board, everyone, because it's coming. Um children's access to nature's got to happen um, and, and you know, being given help to transition from old-fashioned to nature play. Um, and so what's important to me is that I actually give children access to nature, not just talk about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I remember when I so was at school. It's amazing. Mm. I remember when I was at school, they they um, made us, or it was part of the part of the lesson plan is that we all had to plant a tree because it was a, a brand new development school and there was no there was no green life, so we all had to plant a tree. And it was very interesting that I went there in year four and we all looked after our trees every day for those two years because we put mm -hmm. them in the ground and we were responsible mm -hmm. for caring for them and making sure mm -hmm. they grew and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's, it's like you give them these tools and it, it'll help them later on. But people don't know how to give them the tools because they never learnt it themselves. So um, it's a bit of a scary transition for some people. Um, but, but it can be done and, um, you know, at our service, it's been an experiment in how children will respond to actually having access to the things that they are growing. And if you can teach them about why we're looking after it, will they? And they do. Like we harvested a hundred ears of corn one year. Like, and they were just pulling them off outside, picking, eating them, going, I want more, Miss Gabby. And then <laughs> parents come and go, How do you make them eat vegetables? While we're talking to that parent, the child is reaching down, pulling a green thing for a leaf from something it's interested in and starts eating it. So it's respecting that children are actually ha uh, have agency, capacity, ability to choose. And people don't understand children. They don't understand their developmental needs and see 
certain behaviours as bullying, but what's bullying inside is actually a kid wanting to push and pull and he's got these urges to do these things and my friend's the only thing I can do that on. Whereas if I've got rocks and logs and trees and or digging and, you know. Mm, they've got actual respect. freedoms. Yeah. Well, just well, yeah. yeah. Ability to make choices. To learn, different ways to experience the world, like different ways to experience the world. You may not be yeah. a mathematician, but you can go outside and put your hands in the earth and grow something. There's... Oh, and by doing that, realize that you can regulate your emotions and aren't dependent on pharmaceuticals down the track. Oh, look, pharmaceuticals could help. Let's be honest. Let's... Oh, <laughs> That's way, like, for adults. <laughs> <laughs> However, they will be an old-fashioned thing in 20 years because children yeah. will know how to regulate their emotions and how to reach out and be part of a community so they do have good mental health. They know how to work in teams and belong and they've got social skills. So they're, gonna, they're not going to be alone in a flat in Darlinghurst going, who am I, why am I here? You know, <laughs> of course you're going to do that because no one's telling you you're not connected. <laughs> It's, like, it's kind of like we have to go backwards to go forwards. We have to let these kids outside with a mm. can of baked beans and a stick and then not let them back in for a couple of hours until they've figured out, you know, how but to... But let them actually feel community again too. Like, you know, I think <laughs> we're at an age where everyone's very, um, you know, there's this big push back in our day to be independent and this and that. And I think, you know, we sort of forgot what community meant and I think that's a big thing for kids is that it should be, you know, everyone does their part and, and plays their part in a group and in the community and that's how we thrive. Yeah, oh my we God. We need each like, other. We oh, need you, Gabby. I'm... We need you. <laughs> but, yeah, I was just saying that the other day to my neighbours. It's like we've got to be good to each other because we're in an apocalypse and... <laughs> <laughs> we need each other. <laughs> so you want to you want to go back to those days where your best friends were the kids across the street, the kids next door, and the kids over the fence, and you came in at you know the lights on the street came on, and you had to go back home. Like that was that was a good way of learning. I grew up in a like a bushy kind of area. You'd go off into the yeah, bush for yeah. all day, and then come back covered in yeah, something. And pe- and people do do that, but just because of financial situations and what's going to happen to people and their living and their stress about that, and then their children are soaking that in. If they go to a if they go to a service where they can connect and contribute, um, then then we're setting them up for success in the future. You know, whatever that looks like. Because you're going to need to collaborate and work together. We're going to have to, you know, we've we've expanded as a society out as far as we can. We need to come back to a little bit more local, I think. Um, and, and it goes through phases, you know. Everything goes through phases. But this is like the 2019 bushfires here. There was smoke. Like it looked like a curtain had come down on a play. Like you could not see out your front window and it was like oh they're changing the set it really feels like they're changing the <laughs> set and the set's being changed like massively because things have come to a finale and now we've got to change or else like we, ne- we never 
make an make a a real change unless we're you know the alternative is worse. To take it into a TV analogy, you're threatened with cancellation, so you've got to you know find Jump. a new storyline. Which how do we how do we evolve? How do we change and keep our viewership alive? Well, that's like, what I'll oh be God. teaching this. Sem- but that's what I'll be teaching this semester is. Um, Today, I got a, a globe of the world from a, a place where people drop off their secondhand goods and people can buy them back. Well, for community groups, they give free items and sometimes I go in there to get things. And um, there's just this globe that should have been on a thing where it spun, but it was like a ball. And I was like, oh, I'll just grab that. And then I gave it to the children to play with and it cracked. It, it You know, they broke it. And um, I said, what happened? And he goes, it just broke. And I'm like, well, don't worry. We'll work out how to fix the world next week. How about that? Oh, I love that. It was so like life poetry. (laughs) And and I went, that's what I'm going to teach them. Like, what is the world? Why do we want to fix it? How do we do that? And, And see what they think. What could we do? From what what they know, what could we do? And we already do it. Like, how do we create really good soil to grow our crop? Oh, well, we have compost. And where do we do that? And they know a lot and they're so capable. And I just wish everybody knew um, how capable children are. So I've I've been lucky enough to for the parents and the um, my boss to let me film for the last six years so I'm filming children take a shovel and put it into dirt and then take it to a wheelbarrow and he's still in the infant's room like how would you know he was capable of that unless you gave him access to nature and saw what they would do with it and each child's interaction with nature is going to be very personal like it's called the third teacher for a reason um, in that they're going to be learning, exploring. Like I came up into the top yard where the older children have access to winter greens to pick and eat, and they all had green tongues and they were just going around trying things, going, I don't like it. Do you like it? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Like, <laughs> and no one's going, eat your lettuce. Eat it. Like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what it's from. I don't know what that square orange thing is because I play with things like that. And then you tell me don't eat that. And now you're telling me to eat that. The drama. The drama of life. Oh, well, it's it's a beautiful thing. It is. And if you want to check out more of that, Gabby has, um, all of this stuff on her YouTube channel. There's some great hand-washing songs, which were very, very useful, I'm sure, during COVID. Yeah, yeah. It's the right thing. So if you you are more interested in (laughs) what Gabby is doing with with Nature Play and all that kind of stuff, please check out her YouTube. Oh, great. Parents, can I talk to them? Can I talk to the parents? You can talk to the parents. Oh, my God, I've been waiting to talk to you for so long. I'm serious. I'm serious. I thought long and hard about how we give children more access to nature in early learning settings. And it's you, it's parents. It's parents going in and looking, what does this service offer my child is to access to nature? Are there sticks? Are there rocks? Do they have access to a rock 
or a log they can turn over and find a worm? Can they dig? Can they test their agency? Like, would you like to be there? Have they got animals? Like, ask for those things and say, my child deserves them. It they deserves them. It's their human right. It actually is. It. It's in That's the so amazing you say that, Gabby. That's the exact reason I sent when my daughter was at kindy. The kindy I chose was because it was actually part of um, the gardens here, which is all nature. It's next to a yeah. lagoon. There's animals yeah. there. And yeah. she got to do that every day. Like other places, yeah. they would go on excursions. Excursions were every day there. They would go and be in nature. Yeah, that's right. And it was that's right. And it was amazing. You know, they would grow fruit and it was it was very Yeah. She and was be very happy there. Yeah. Be be nourished good. by your effort. It's good on you. Oh, and and, and she's a together young lady. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is. She's like as serious. together as a five year old could be, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's no matter how mercurial they want. You're terrible, Muriel. Oh, Gabby, we have to say a huge thank you for your time tonight. You've mm, entertained you. one generation. You're educating the next generation. You're, a, you know, a woman who does it all, and we are so, so grateful for your time. And, Gabby, yeah, can I just mac- say you're a bloody yeah, legend, mac- mate. It. Thank you. You too. You're a legend. Right. Gonna... Look, Let's uh, do this I've again just... sometime. I would love I'd like to hang out with you again on another Friday. Say you're terrible. Oh, you're wonderful. Feel we've always been friends. Gabby, thank you so much. Thank you, Gabby. A dream. You're a legend, mate. Walking off, Gabby, don't go, Gabs. <laughs> With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.